I made soup on the hottest day in New York in the past seven years. Yeah. That's what I decided to do. Because I went to the Sunrise Mart Japanese food store and got some fresh ramen noodles. Mm. Not the, the hard and dried noodles that come in a pack. These were soft, newly packaged. And I made a, I made a soup with a delicious low-sodium soy sauce broth uh-huh. with some teriyaki sauce and vinegar. I put vinegar in there and then... You Rice know, the, vinegar. I put carrot. Uh-huh. And then I put... Uh, it made me feel like lucky for the carrot. I put carrot. <laughs> Some oyster mushrooms. I don't put leafy stuff. Like it, I don't, it gets too soggy for me. Hmm. I had these really small little potatoes, which I know that doesn't go into ramen, but I didn't care. They were, they were like quarter-sized potatoes. They were very small. Oh, and they're like different colors. Yeah, they're like purple ones. Yeah, I just dumped them in. Yeah, those are popular right now. They're in season, I guess. <laughs> it was delicious. <laughs> and then uh, I had the noodles, the nudes, nudes. Show me your nids. I drew these. I saw. <laughs> Did you? I was really proud of them. I was stalking you. Stalking me? Oh my god. I saw your Pikachu. Yeah. And your uh, whatever the other one was called, I forget. Charizard. Now. Yeah, your Charizard. Charm Charmander, because that's Charmander, <laughs> right? What's Charizard? Charizard is some younger form of something. Oh, before it grows. <laughs> Got it. Yeah, I had I found the sketchbook in my parents' basement recently with mm-hmm. all the Sonic the Hedgehog sketches. Oh, fun! And tails. I just, and I just heard a Loveline call where she was like obsessed with Sonic and was having these like sexual, like dreams and things about Sonic the Hedgehog. That can't be. Nobody has sexual dreams about Sonic the Hedgehog. When you're, I don't know, twelve and you're super weird. Maybe you do. It's probably safe, Did right? Did you ever have a sexual dream about some cartoon character? Yes. Which cartoon character? Okay, you remember in Tiny Toon Adventures, um, the duck, I forget their names. Plucky? Yes. He was trying to be lured in by the other football team, like Perfecto Prep, I think is what their name was. They wanted the playbook for the other, for the, for their other team they were trying to make friends with him they invited him up to this fancy house and this sexy duck oh they were in a they were in a hot tub and they were like a jacuzzi they were like you know wooing him and then they brought in a sexy girl duck and she got in the tub with him and that turned you on yeah weird yeah what about um heathcliff on heathcliff the girl (laughs) with the leg warmers well so it was heathcliff and then there was I, I never liked the other cartoon with the junkyard. That's the one I'm talking about. Yeah, it was Heathcliff, but there was the Heathcliff stories. Uh-huh. It was the same show, but then every once in a while you get the junkyard animals, junkyard cats, and I didn't like oh, them right. as much. I didn't like that those stories. I'm writing yes, these down, so I'll post these pictures. <laughs> I know who you're talking about. Yeah, she was hot. She was tall. She was taller than Heathcliff. Heathcliff wasn't in that part. Yes, he was. No, he wasn't. He wasn't? It, it's the but same. Aren't they all getting in that car at the end? It's and a, it's like bouncing Heathcliff around. Heathcliff wasn't really? part of that. He, so it's all the same show. It's under uh-huh. the Heathcliff umbrella. <laughs> and I feel like it was Super Mario Brothers Super Show, where four days out of the week it was a Mario, and then on Fridays it was Zelda. And I feel like Heathcliff yeah. was something similar. So Heathcliff was the Garfield ripoff, and he had his right. own world and his own stories. And then every once in a while they would just do that junkyard and. The, the main male alpha cat there wore some goofy hat. Yes. Listen to this, Autumn. I was hmm. wrong. Heathcliff debuted in 1973, and Garfield came out in 78. <gasps> Garfield is the ripoff. Wow. He's a cheater brand that made it. Yeah. He's like the GoBots of Transformers. He is the Mac and me of E.T., <laughs> Garfield. <laughs> Unbelievable. Poor Heathcliff. Sonia, Heathcliff's girlfriend, a fluffy white Persian cat who wears a pink collar. Heathcliff is always trying to win Sonia over, although generally she is not usually too impressed with Heathcliff's antics, as she is a far classier type of cat. Sonia would often date other male cats that Heathcliff would have to fight, but always ends up hanging out and reconciling with him. Yeah, it's a nice relationship. <laughs> Uh, I need to look up the, what were they? The junkyard cats. And the Cadillac oh. cats. 
The Cat Elect Cats, name of an animated series made in 1984, formed second half. Oh, that's what it was. It was the second half of each episode. So most episodes revolved around Riff Raff's get rich quick schemes or searches for food. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Should I light my candle? Yes. Our uh, ceremonial one topic candle is lit. Vanilla bin. <laughs> <laughs> I heard a thing once or read something where guys like vanilla f- smells more than women. So if you want to attract a man, wear <laughs> vanilla. I went yeah. through these candles and I, yeah, I settled on the most boring of them all because the other ones, <clears throat> I can't. It's not boring. It's classic, simple. I like sugar cookie, which really probably is just vanilla. I would buy like a cedar candle. And then people would think I have a hamster. I was going to say, just (laughs) name it Hamster Cage. It's mostly cedar with some urine. (laughs) A little touch of ammonia. (laughs) (laughs) Hamster Cage. New scent from Yankee Candles. That's right. Miss your dead cat. (laughs) Litter box. Dad's dump. (laughs) It's it's a peach mixed with shit because he sprayed peach Lysol or whatever in there. Yeah. (laughs) Dad's dump. (laughs) No socks in a shoe hot on a hot day. Vinegar feet. Welcome to One Topic, where we stick to one topic. My name is Autumn Fisher. My name is Greg Russ, and Autumn, I have chosen today's topic. It's a current Good. event. Yes. It is Autumn's car was stolen. Autumn's car. That's me. My car. The one that we, like, schlepped the kids around in is gone. It was stolen. Your car was stolen. And I decided to make this the point of today's discussion because, one, in a role reversal, I put myself in your shoes. I'd be consumed by it, and I don't know how I'd be able to talk about something else. And going into this, and I'll tell you what we're sacrificing. We're sacrificing a whole discussion on socks. That is out the window. That oh, was I tough. know. Guys, let's give everybody a minute to just get over that because that's a big one. Hey, don't be snarky. I was serious about this. <laughs> I'm sure everybody is very disappointed. We're not going to talk at I, length about socks. I was trying to figure out a way. I was I was mapping this out, and I was like, there's a way to make sock talk interesting. It's a challenge. Ooh, hot sock talk. Yeah, this isn't some avant-garde crap where we're just going to go in and be very boring about sock talk. The idea was to make it interesting. Okay. But I, that's on the back burner now because your Let's car— Let's go down that road another day. Because your car was stolen. Yeah. And— uh, A I, 20, 2012 Kia Sorento. All right, I was going to ask what kind of car it was. But there's going to be some themes that are probably repeated here. I'm I'm, gonna, I'm not going to – I'm going to try to not get too deep into theft again because we yeah. did a whole show on stealing. But, yeah, this is a, well, strange event. You're not the first person I've known to have their car stolen. Okay. When I lived in the house in Cabbage Town on Carroll Street, my friend Jen was my roommate. And for two weeks, one of her friends was going to come live with us until she found another place. Mm-hmm. Where she had another place and couldn't move in. So she backed her truck up to the to the deck and was loading her stuff into the house. And some guy just sprinted <gasps> to her car and jumped in and drove wow. her in the truck. So. Uh, wow. I got the phone call. I was at 99X at the time. And it's just even when I got your text yesterday. It's like, whoa. I know those things happen. I actually pulled some stats here. Okay. Uh, uh, 773,139. Vehicles were stolen in the U.S. This was 2017. I couldn't find the 2018 stats. But so, you know, that's uh, 237.4 thefts per 100,000 people. So it's not the most insane thing in the world. No, it's not. But it's a big thing. It's a big thing. It's it, it doesn't feel as impactful as someone coming into the house and stealing something, which I'm very grateful for because they had the house keys. Wait, so they have the keys. Well, yeah, hold they have on. my keys. Well, so <laughs> were the keys in the car? Yeah. Yes. All right. This is now. <laughs> Let I, me explain why. Okay. I'm going to give you a okay. chance before I rail against this. Okay. Th- this is a push start car. 
So um, you have to have the fob in the car in order for like it to connect and 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 uh, the ignition to go. So, but the co- the the fob was running out of batteries, and so in order for the car to start, you had to lift up the center like console, and there's a little slot for you to insert the fob into and then it makes the connection and you can start the car so i was leaving that in there because i would forget you know what i mean like you put you put the thing you put the fob in the little slot you close the center console because you're driving around you're putting your arm on it and then you know we were coming back from swimming uh down the street with friends and we had to run in and get everybody changed and kind of like straighten up the house because we, we weren't expecting to have these friends over and i'm you know carrying all kinds of bullshit, you know, wet towels, bags full of sunscreen and whatever. And I just forgot that they were in the center console. And this is, and that's no excuse because I have definitely left them in there when I had nothing else to do. I just had forgotten or thought, ah, it's fine. But this was an honest mistake. Like we just forgot that they were in there. This has changed the whole dynamic of the show for me. (laughs) Because it's my fault. Yeah. This is going to be an opportunity. Maybe autumn's going through something right now. I'll be a good friend. And lend a shoulder for her to cry on. And I find out because when I was looking at these stats and they're giving you tips on how to make sure your car isn't stolen, the top one is remove the keys and or fob from the car. And I thought, yeah. What kind of nonsense yeah. is that? Obviously. Who would leave that in the car? Oh, Autumn would leave that <laughs> in the car. Listen, it it's not like I thought, well, I'll just leave these in the car and if it gets stolen, it gets stolen. One, I kind of trusted the community we live in. Yeah, but see, this is I trust in humanity more than I don't cynicism. trust humanity. No, cynicism's starting to grow, Autumn. We were having a discussion the other day. You were talking about I just leave my my <laughs> house unlocked during the day. No I do. big deal. It's not such anymore. A, such a wonderful neighborhood. Nothing's gonna happen. Waltz right in. It's not a big deal. We lock it at night, but during the day we were just closing the door. And now the the back the door to the patio is always locked, but the front door was usually open except for at night. But now, not anymore. So, like I said, on my keys <laughs> where I have this uh little coin slot thing that says I love Aldi. And it has a little coin slot for the quarter that you need at Aldi. That got stolen. My quarter. What's the quarter at Aldi? Because at Aldi, you have to um, put a quarter into the cart for it to be released from the other carts. It's like oh. a deposit. And then because you, you have to return the cart because they don't have somebody out there like getting them from the parking lot. Yeah. Again, uh, this is an anti-theft thing. Yeah, I you guess want, so. And you, just, want, <laughs> you want your quarter back? Well, it, honestly. Okay, listen. We were going to, I think we were texting about it, and it's more the sentimental things that mean more to me that oh, we'll now get, are gone. We'll get to that. Okay. So one of them we'll, is... We'll, is the Aldi. Yeah, is the Aldi quarter thing I had. Yeah, a lot of meaning. A lot of good time shopping at Aldi attached to that. Well, it's such a cool thing. I was so happy about it. My friend Anna gave it to me for Christmas a couple years ago. Can you because, not get another one of these things? Oh, I can get another one. I think I have another one in another bag, but still, it's the one she gave me. Yeah, I understand that. It is a gift. There's a lot yeah. of uh, things attached to it. but And then we had to have our, our landlord come over and change the locks to the house because now they have house keys to the house. What other keys were on there? Um, Keys to your parents' house? Let's give out that address. No, no, no. No, no keys to the parents' Was there a one-topic bumper sticker on the car? So the Yes, thief, there is. So the thief could be listening to this episode right now. Yeah, he's like, what's this? Yeah, so there's a one-topic sticker and a Fuxi uh, laminate thing. Laminate? Laminate. Laminate. Thing on my back window, which was a descriptor we got to give to the police. Oh, you just got that from Jerry. I know, I just fucking got it. Jerry, a listener to the show. Mm-hmm. He a, sent me a Fuxi. A valued listener and friend. Thank you. Thank you, Fuxi. But now you it, need another. What? So what? This was just uh, an original <laughs> art thing that he sent to you. Yeah, it was just a little fox. Um, and I just put the sticker and the laminate on the car. <laughs> it was, I think it was there for like a week and a half. Now it's gone. Well, maybe we'll get a new listener out of this. The thief. Maybe yeah. the thief will tell all his or her friends. Right. Again, because it's bad behavior. I assign it to a man. Oh, it was a bunch of dudes. It was a group of dudes. Was well, there security footage? 
Yeah. So our neighbor has uh, like shining. Uh, I'm sorry. Our neighbor has in their window a little camera and they could see them getting it was is it 3:30 in the morning so it's all dark you can't really see anything you can just see like the lights flashing them getting inside and then the car driving so was it just one of these things they're walking around trying to yeah. open car doors to see if the cars are open to steal things out of the cars yes up the street um all down our street um they were checking cars to see if cars were open um our other car was also open there was no key in it but they, so they rifled through they took all the stuff out of the glove box and they even took out a checkbook but they didn't take it yeah stealing checks is a you can try that if you like i think that a bank gets a check and for some what do you go what if you stole a check a blank check yeah. what amount would you write on there a thousand dollars yeah a thousand seems about right I think if I were to also, even if it was five hundred I th- I cash, I, I just do a hundred because I feel like a hundred wouldn't raise suspicions. <laughs> well, you would see it coming out of your account. Yeah, you would, but the bank probably wouldn't look at it and say, "Oh, this is strange." It's probably pretty traceable too, because you're cashing. Oh, well, I guess you could take the check to like a grocery store. Uh personal checks. If it's a, you know, oh, a if it's a paycheck, you can. That's different. I don't think they're gonna just cash regular checks there's probably a reason they didn't even try that oh a check cashing place i don't think they do personal checks really else why wouldn't the checkbook have been stolen maybe they do it's just it that's one of those things it doesn't seem like it's worth the hassle and it is easier to get caught and we are i'm kind of a i mean i don't think that the people that stole it were like i don't know oceans 11 criminals or anything i feel like they're just joyriding in it well this is so if it was people I was wondering where the car is now. Usually cars are stolen and they're taken to chop shops mm-hmm. and sold for parts because that's the best way to monetize, maximize the profit from a stolen car. Yeah. And still to this day, top stolen cars are like 1998 Honda Civics. Yeah, those Civics are always stolen. Because the one, they're built well. So there's mm-hmm. still a lot of them on the road. So therefore the parts still have worth. But right. apparently I was wondering why these are so easy to steal. They're targeted because there's value there, but you can apparently take Honda Civic keys from 1996 and just rattle them around and get the oh. door to unlock. And the tumbler in the ignition apparently wasn't uh, varied as much as it should have been. Interesting. And uh, that's one of those cars because it's easy to steal and it is value. It remains at the top of the list for wow for so long. And then they Honda Accord a second, and then Ford. Uh-huh. Ford I had a friend us. who had a Honda Accord, and it kept getting broken into. <laughs> it was like a piece of shit, but people kept breaking into it. And then uh, Chevy pickups and Toyota Camrys that rounds at the oh. top five. Autumn. Well, mine just was a, a Kia Sorento. Where's that on the list? A little bit of well, I think yours was just a uh, stolen <laughs> because it presented itself to be stolen. Yeah, number six on the list is like dumbasses who leave their keys in the car. It doesn't <laughs> matter the make or model. <laughs> Wasn't, you know, wasn't targeted. Mm-hmm. Um, so because of that, like you said, they were just going around looking for cars to break into, to steal items out of, not necessarily mm-hmm. steal a car. So you're presented with the opportunity to steal a car. And That's you, what I mean. And you I take like... it, but I still don't even think I would take, if my initial no. point in going through cars was just to get items of value. And I could even steal a car. I don't know if I would, because I wouldn't know what to do with it. And this right. was an organized grand theft auto this right. was just that's why i feel like they may they might just be joyriding and they dump it somewhere which would be kind of sad for you i assume because at this yeah. point at this point you don't want the car back no i don't you could get some insurance money and get a new car yeah we're gonna get a van bitch <laughs> is, oh boy a previa uh, what's that you should get a toyota previa oh what's a previa i don't even know if they still make previas but a previa was a good van we had an Aerostar or something for a long time. <laughs> a Chrysler with the fake wood side paneling. Ugh, oh, yeah. No, I want to get a van because. Town and country. Oh, my God. You're oh going to get a town God. and country. Don't get a town and country. I'm please. not going to get First of all, I think they're way too expensive. Like, I don't think we can afford a town and country. Just the name. I think they're like $34,000. Really? A town and country is $34,000. I think they're pretty expensive. What's a caravan? A Dodge. Wait, is, it, is that a bigger van? I think they're all the same van. They just have different <laughs> names. 
So with the, I, I have a feeling now if it was a joyride, it's going to show up. Yeah. Well, you're, you're going to get the call. And it's like we found your Kia. Sorry. Well, <laughs> Sorry, I don't you know what happens after that. Like, what if it's all beat to hell? How does that work? Like, what? Okay, let's say a, a week from now we have it all straightened out. We're in the process of getting a new car. Everything's going on, and then the next day they find the car. I can't then stop all the things that were just about to happen. You know, what do we do? We take it back, and then you're at the mercy of the insurance company. So if there's damage to the car at that point, and the work that would be required to fix the car back up into some kind of running condition, (coughs) if that costs more than the value, then they wouldn't do it, and they would just cash you out. But if you got the car back and it needed twelve hundred dollars of repairs. They would obviously go that route. And they say, "All right, we're going to fix this car up, and there you go." So twelve hundred dollars. Okay. Uh, would well, they, if it was totaled out, right? Would they? What? I don't even know what happens. Do they take it? They just like. Do you, does the insurance company take it? If the car came back. Yeah. Yeah, I guess maybe they would do something with it. They probably have a plan. I don't think they're going to let you keep the car <clears> and. Uh, because when I no. totaled when I totaled my truck when I got mm-hmm. in an accident, the. Uh, frame was bent the suspension was broken and it would just it was totaled but yeah they just they kept it and gave me money okay here you go chrysler town and country between seventeen thousand three hundred dollars and twenty seven thousand one hundred oh my bad this is real exciting stuff for this episode of one topic talking about the price of minivans but this is the autumn's life yeah this i is- think um can I talk about what was in there that I'm sad about? And not just, sa- okay, not well, getting to the sentimental part yet. Well, I yeah, I mean, we can talk about whatever. This, this is your thing, even though it's my topic. Right. And I know I'm trying to guide it here. Um, but one of the things I thought was interesting and why I wanted to talk about it, other than the idea that maybe it was consuming your brain, which it doesn't seem to be bothering you too much. But at first, when you told me that your car was stolen, it seemed more as if it was a sense of excitement there was my car was stolen i know i put three exclamation points i think which yeah and some of it's surprise and it's open to interpretation on my end maybe it was some shock but in talking to you a little bit it did seem like at first maybe it was just exciting that you had your car stolen and this is a relatively big thing and now you had a story to tell people was that at play at all um not the fact that i have to tell the story it was more like, so I didn't have, we didn't have the opportunity to feel what was going on because once we realized what had happened, which, okay. So was yeah, like start a, with that. So start yeah. with that. When was the car stolen? What night? 3.30 in the morning, Saturday, Sunday morning. Nope. Friday night, Saturday morning, 3.30. So you wake up on Saturday. And, yeah. Uh, and then we hang out in the house all day until 3.20 p.m. And we walk out. I'm, ta- I'm supposed to take Ellie to a birthday party that starts at 3.30. And the car's not there. And so I think, oh, and Travis is behind me. He's got Pete. And uh, I'm walking Ellie out. And I'm like, oh, did you park it somewhere else? Because, I don't know, it's sunny and park it in the shade or something. He said, no. And we both were sort of looking at each other like, okay, who's joking here? Who who made a joke? Like who made a funny joke and took the car somewhere else and parked it somewhere so that we would be worried about it? And um, neither of us had done that. And it was just gone. Goodbye. It was gone. And then we realized, we remembered that our neighbors had that little camera. So um, I had to take the other car to take Ellie to that, to that um, baby, uh, uh, I'm sorry, birthday party. And then when I came back, Travis had talked to the neighbor and the neighbor had sent us the video footage of when the car was taken. You can't really see anything. So then Travis is on the phone with the police and said it was like, you know, and Pete is crying for I don't know what he needs. You know, he had just woken up from his nap. He didn't want to be watching TV anymore, but we needed him to like be occupied so that we could now handle what had just happened, which means like calling the police, waiting for the police to call back, gathering all kinds of information that we need to give to the police, thinking about what was in the car, calling the insurance company. It's later in the day on a Saturday. Yeah, and I it's, can't believe you housed that $10 million diamond in there. 
I know. That's where I kept it to be. Sa- I mean, I don't want to keep it in the house. I don't want people, you know, coming into the house for that. People so, do try that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, yeah. I had a priceless diamond tennis bracelet. A family heirloom. <laughs> yeah. So it, there was a lot to think about. And then, but we still had our life our, that was going on at the same time, which includes the kids who were a little bit too young to sort of understand, oh shit, mom and dad have a lot to do or, and a lot to think about. So we better just chill and do our own thing. You know what I mean? It wasn't like that. Watch TV. Yeah, Pete. Why don't you watch some TV now? Go downstairs in the basement and play with toys. No. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he won't do it. He won't stay down there. You know, you can't do, he wants you to play with it. You know, it's like you can't, you he, don't have he's any. Young. Uh, he's young. He's young. He's two and a half. Ellie, she, when I told her what had happened, like she, she understood and she was like, why did they steal it? I was, I, I, she said, oh, maybe they just took it without asking. I was like, yeah, that's exactly what they did. They stole it. That's <laughs> stealing, you know, and she's like, they're bad people. I was like, yeah. I, and I, I do think that they were bad people, obviously, because people who steal people's car are probably a bad person. But I kind of feel like we have a lot of safety nets to help us through this time. We have insurance that's going to pay for a lot of things. You know, we have a rental car, which we do have to pay 20% of the price, which if we keep it for as long as we're, we are allowed to, ends up being like $500. So it's a lot. Now we have to do all this bullshit to figure out you know, how to go through this process. But at the same time, I feel like more worse for the people who stole it because what kind of shitty life are you living that, I mean, I understand if you're young and you're stealing stuff from the insides of cars, that I can wrap my head around more than like, like you said, if you were stealing things, valuable, whatever you could find in the car, that's one thing. And then, but taking a car, taking the car, now you've got, one more responsibility like oh shit now i have to figure out what to do with this car and then two you're just on a whole nother level of thievery it's a bigger charge if you get caught at that point yeah i so i, I so travis is mad travis is mad at the people who he should it. be mad i 100 I, there are certain times that if someone steals something and it's pertinent to their survival i can understand this was right. even if you're just stealing out of a car it's mostly we're bored there's nothing going on. Let's just go fuck with people. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't know if this was um, a situation in which someone really needed to be doing this because, you know, their life depended on finding some valuables to get some eggs. So they right now that the they stole morning. this car and they sold it at the chop shop, they can buy their daughter's medicine. Like that's not the case. <laughs> <laughs> no. So. Again, we don't know the story behind this, but if it's a group of people just checking every single car that they're walking past. Mm-hmm. A bunch of stuff was stolen out of people's cars up the street. But they were smart and didn't leave their fucking keys in the car. I wouldn't I wouldn't lend any compassion to, to these people. I don't feel compassion. I just feel, I don't know why I don't feel mad. I just feel like bummed out for their dumb life. Maybe because ultimately, if this all goes accordingly, they'll get a better car out of it. And we're, we're fine. You know, we can handle it. They are not going to be, if they keep doing this kind of thing, then they're not going to be able to handle their dumb life and they're going to be in trouble and they're going to have consequences. And that's not, that's not what's happening for us. I do think of kids, teenagers, because we all did stupid stuff as teenagers. Oh yeah. And we've talked about stealing already, so I'm not going to go into it, but I stole plenty of things. Mm -hmm. There was property damage for no reason at all at times. We found out how to start up heavy construction equipment with a flathead screwdriver and drove those things around construction sites. Yeah. So I would just. Were you afraid how much noise it made? I drove a bulldozer around. I didn't even know what I was doing. I'd be so afraid about the noise, you know, because it's nighttime and everything's quiet. Yeah, but this is suburbs and these are new neighborhoods. So no one's really around yet. Um, But it got to the point. Where one of my friends took the backhoe, mm-hmm. he drove it over to the construction trailer on site, you know, where, I don't know, yeah. the paperwork is stored and uh-huh. who knows what else is going on. Took the backhoe and, dis- backhoe and destroyed the trailer and then put the thing in low gear and jumped out and just let it go into a ditch. <gasps> and 
even to me, I was like, we're doing things we're not supposed to be doing, but now you just crossed the line. Yeah, that's too much. It's like, why? That's not that's not fun anymore. It's one thing if we got caught and we were just driving them and the police said, what are you doing? But there's no damage and you're still going to get in trouble. But then if the police show up, also, he was he was documenting this with some camera. <laughs> Smart. I, I made sure to keep my face completely. I was away from that thing. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, so you're making things worse and that kind of applies wow. to this. Oh, here's the opportunity to steal a car. Why not? Let's do it. Oh, yeah. Did you think this through? What are you going to do with the stolen car? That's what I'm saying, especially that they were stealing things out of cars. They weren't stealing cars. Now they've just upped it. They've up. They, now they've destroyed the trailer with the backhoe. What do they do now? You, I have the I, car. That's I've the stolen thing. the car. I guess you ditch it unless you see if you're not in that game. You don't yeah. know the chop shops. No, <laughs> you don't know where to take the thing. And maybe they are in the game. Who knows? But yeah. if, if they're not, it's like, yes, what do you do with the car? And I was originally going to say, teenagers, you see them doing things like this. I assume they were younger. Could you tell? No. It was hard. Yeah, you can't tell anything. Uh, I, I think, I wonder if they are going to look back at this behavior at some point in life and regret it. Because I, mm-hmm. I look back at the way I acted, and I do regret it. But I feel like some people don't ever regret it. And then you think, oh, Something like this happens. You think, oh, well, they're kids, and hopefully one day they'll go back, they'll look back, and they'll regret it. And then you realize it was like a 40-year-old who did it. Yeah. It's like, okay. So some people are just complete complete disregard for other people's existence. They've stolen the car, and then they look back and they see the two car seats. And they either think, oh, man, that sucks for the people we're stealing this from. Or they think like, all right, money, I'm going to make, I don't know, $20 off of these two car seats. Not only two car seats. We had two more. (laughs) Sounds crazy to have four car seats. But we have the car seats are tough to take in and out of the car constantly. And the daycare that they go to have summer camp over the summer. And it's like once a week, both of them have field trips. And sometimes their field trips are on the same day. And Ellie is in a different type of seat because she's older. She just needs the booster thing. And we had it, whatever. So, How long does she have to be in that thing? Until she's like a billion pounds. What is she? She's five. Yeah. I feel like back in the day, back in my day, when you were five, you could just sit anywhere in the car. I think you have to be a certain height and weight to be able to sit without the booster. It's about the seatbelt hitting you in the proper place on your shoulder. Oh, yeah. So it doesn't slice your neck open. Yeah. In an accident. Yeah. Well, go back to the lap belt. Get rid of the cross body belt. It's not a safe. Go back to the rear facing Volvo seat staring at the cars behind you. So if you're rear ended by a Mack dump truck, you're crushed. Yeah. Legs are crushed. Yeah. Let's go back to that. So that's uh, that was one thing. I would think getting into so they a could car. sell each i should look at i should look at like facebook marketplace or craigslist or something <laughs> looking for my car seats be like you bitch i'm gonna steal these back from you bitch how much do those cost well I, we had really good ones we had you know the like graco 360s which are probably like oh, 200 boy. bucks yeah those Graco's. but to resell the them you're not going to make that much money from them those, those Graco's, good stuff yeah they are good. <laughs> I'm sure they are. I just don't know anything. About I was it. with you for a second. I thought you were with me. <laughs> no, you're making fun. Of me. I'm not really making fun. I was making fun of myself because I don't know anything about these kind of brands and what well, the good brands are. So, it's the 360 means that they go through every step. So like, you can put them rear facing when they're infants, and then you can put them forward facing when they're old enough, and then you can have them high back uh, booster when they're not quite old enough, and then the back comes off, and they're just the little seat booster when you're like a I don't know, preteen or something. If you're still not heavy or tall enough, who fucking knows? So it's supposed to be like a forever car seat for all the stages. Wow. That's a miracle of modern engineering. Yeah. yeah. Remember that show Modern Marvels on history? Yes. I I think they should do a whole episode on car seats. (sighs) Modern Marvels. Look at the Graco. Six phase interchangeable interlocking pieces grows with your baby that's saves right. you money so we had four car seats in there but that's part of the the claim with the insurance it's that falls under homeowner's insurance okay. weirdly because it's sense. not a part of the car 
It's like a property. Do you have renter's insurance? Yeah, of course. Yeah. I don't. You don't? It's like, it's for so you, it'd be like $5 a month. <laughs> it's one of those things where I used to have it, and then I moved, and I never, I, I just forget. I'm going to do it right after this show. I should do it during the show right now because it's <laughs> yeah, so cheap. And here I am lighting a candle. I've got the vanilla bean podcast candle going. Yep. And you have a paper over it just because you forgot. That's <laughs> well, where you put your notes. There's and then, papers everywhere. Then there's a fire. Yeah, and I live in a building with other people. They could burn the place down. Oh, yeah. You need to get renters insurance, beach. All right, so that's covered then. That's that's good. I, getting into the car and seeing the car seats, even that I would then think twice. Like, eh, well, it's a family. I know. That's what I mean. Ugh, and I just got this other thing that was really cool. It was, I got it off Craig's, uh, I'm sorry, Facebook Marketplace. It was 10 bucks. It was this collapsible thing with, the, uh, it had like a, a cooler insulation thing on the inside, but the outside was this, you know, like canvas stripey thing and it collapsed it had a handle on the top and it got really big and you could put it in your cart and you could like get all your groceries at once out of the cart so you never you didn't have to have like a billion uh reusable bags it was awesome fuck well you'll get another one at least there's you a have, bunch of other stuff can i talk about the other stuff it, that's in there that least I'm you, about? at least you yeah. remove the face from your stereo remember how when people would put oh, aftermarket yeah. cd players in and then they would remove the face to deter theft but then they would just keep the face in the glove box they wouldn't even take it with them yeah because then you're carrying around a weird face of yeah but that's no point then the whole point was all right that's not in there so the person doesn't want to steal it and yeah we can talk about the other things because i feel like yesterday when i was talking to you about this i couldn't gauge how you were feeling because i wasn't feeling anything yet and you then you seem to be doing okay also so you weren't feeling anything yet there's probably some shock there was shock. There was like, oh, shit. Now there's a billion things we need to think about and, and so things you, we need to do and accomplish. And then. So you get. Not, so you throw. You know, you get. Into and then action. the kids also. Yeah. So you have, you're dealing with a lot of things. And then as I'm talking to you. I start bringing up <laughs> the sentimental stuff. I was like, oh, yeah. I mean, but if I lost a car, there'd be certain things that, you know, really would bother me more so than the fact that the car is gone or maybe a valuable in there like the stereo. I was like, but there would be sentimental things like that ashtray full of change that just had sat there for six years. I was never going to use it, but that change was with me when I took that road trip or (laughs) or when I went on that first date. And now that change is gone. And then that got you thinking about things. It wasn't that. And then you were crying. No, it wasn't that part. It wasn't the sentimental part. It wasn't you talking about the sentimental items. It was you saying you seem closed off. What did you say? You said we'll pull up the. I'll I'll look it up. All right. You very, said something about me being supportive. It was supportive, besides the like trying to trick me into being sad. I was the other I, the other parts. I of was it not. Were. I was not trying. To, there was no needling. Okay. I wasn't trying to trick you into being sad. I didn't want you to be sad. I was just trying to have a conversation with you about it. And, and you didn't understand why I wasn't reacting. In a normal way, probably. Well, I knew you were also, you had a lot of stuff going on. So I wasn't exactly, you know, sure how to approach it. And I told you, I said, we don't even need to talk. Mm-hmm. If we were in person, I would just sit next to you on the couch. And that was silence. nice. And I think it's the way I would like to approach this. So what's the part that, that made you cry? You said, hold on, I'm looking. I know we text too often. I know, I had to go way far away. This is just yesterday, and I had to dig through six pages, what would be the equivalent of pages of texts. Jealous? I talk to Autumn quite often. Autumn and I are... Okay, our car was stolen. Whoa, what? More details. (laughs) You just want to go through the whole exchange? All right. No, 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 no. Hold on. You asked me, like, you assume I'd feel violated. I was like, no, nothing irreplaceable at all. We just... Uh, we did have four car seats, though. You're like, oh, those are expensive. Damn. I think you're kind of liking it. Yeah, that's the part where <laughs> the initial text to me, and I know you were dealing with a lot, but our car was stolen. It's like yeah. you put that on Facebook without details because you want people, what? Yeah. Well, tell no. me more. Oh, oh, bae, so sorry. <laughs> Prayers. So... I was thinking, yeah, maybe there's an exciting element to this. Mm-hmm. You're, you were saying it really unsettles you. Those are thing, the things that bother me so much. 
just fun, personally meaningful items. Over you, you assume it's overwhelming. Well, I have a sickness. I attach so much meaning, as we've discussed several times on this show, to inanimate objects. That there are things that would be gone that would really bother me. Like my burned Billy Squire and REO Speedwagon CD. This is talking back when I uh-huh. had when I had a car. I haven't had a car in 12 years, but that was still the CD burning days. Mm-hmm. And I made these stupid mixes with Billy Squire and REO Speedwagon and Bad Company. Yes. Listen, my collect, this sounds crazy, but my little book of CDs was in there. And that has like a mixed tape, quote unquote, that Tim had made me oh, in our relationship. No. I know. <laughs> you shouldn't have been keeping that thing anyway. Travis know about that? Yeah, I loved the songs on there. The Tim expression has fun of tape. Tim Andrews' love, Tim Andrews who you dated previously, for people yeah. who may not know, this is an ex who has yeah. made her a mixed CD that she is keeping in her car, even though my she... copies of Phantom of the Opera were in there. What? How long have you had those? Oh, copies, plural. No, 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 just my two, the disc, the two discs. Oh, there are two discs. The thing is, is that everything that was in my CD thing. All the music on there is accessible. It is at my fingertips at any moment that I can think of it. But it was just these things that I've had for so long. I had, you know. Your monkey my heads. Out, my outcast. Oh, my God. Okay, listen. This Hold on. This is the beginning of it. So you're like, what are you doing now? I was like, we're just watching TV and Trav's watching something on his computer. You're watching Chef's Table. It's a good show. Yeah. It was a good show. And I said, we're both trying to decompress, I think. And you said, anyway. I'll have a topic texted to you before I go to sleep, and I'm always here if you want to chat. I can't gauge your being. It's seemingly removed, closed, maybe a bit shocked, and a bit of struggle to comprehend what really happened. And all of that is okay. You don't have to be any different with me. I said, yeah, I don't know why. I feel like I'm just handling it. And then I asked Travis, I was like, am I closed off? Am I being whatever? He's like, I don't know. I said, I don't feel violated or anything. I feel kind of sad for the people who stole it. I mean, I guess I'm sad for the stuff that was the kids. And then I start thinking about, then I started thinking about all the other stuff in the car. Because at first, all I thought of were like, okay, the keys were in there. That means the house keys, et cetera. Um, The four billion car seats that we had in there. And then this old computer that we had put in there when we were moving and we just never took it out. It was just like in the back in a crevice. It was this like old white thick. Uh, but if it's plugged in. MacBook Pro. Is that, or MacBook. Is it locked? Does it have a password? I have no idea. Because someone could plug that in and then get some information. Well. I don't mean to scare They might you. not even see it because it's like squished in between this crevice in the car. And I would see it in there and be like, probably should take that out. It's probably ruined. What am I going to do? Bring it in the house? It's just a brick. All these you know? probabilities. I mean, you yeah. never acted. So then I started thinking about what's in there that's the kids. Memories. You know, love bu- was in there. Books. I, we have we had a bunch of little I Spy books for them to look at on, you know, when they were in the car. We had these, um, like, little bins that were triangles that you could put in between your legs and would open up. And there was Legos. We, you, you could put Legos in there. And it had like a Lego surface so that you could like build things on the lid. It was really cool. And then I thought about my CDs. Um, That's a real relic. Your car's become a museum at that point when you have CDs in it. Were they strapped to the visor? The CD? <laughs> no. They were in a book. They were under the seat. And then I started to remember that we had a portable. So up in the top of the of the car was an installed DVD player, you know, that you like push the thing and the screen comes down and the kids can watch whatever. And then I realized all of these DVDs were in the middle console. So a bunch of the kids DVDs were in there and then finding Nemo. Oh no. (laughs) See, it's so all these things can be one replaced. It was just like, fuck, that's all for the kids. It's all the kids stuff. And, and then we said, um, we were thinking about we used to before we had this car with the built-in DVD system thing we had um, purchased one you know from Walmart that has like the two screens and then the the separate DVD part that has to like 
hook into the screens, whatever. And um, we had per- we had brought that with us on a road trip a long time ago. So that was in the car too. So they have some like electronics in there. <laughs> I mean, that, that, that thing on the ceiling is probably like $400. We didn't add that. That came with the car, but it was a separate, it wasn't part of the original car. Someone installed it before us. And I'm making jokes, obviously, about these objects like oh finding nemo gone the cds and the visor oh <laughs> the cds are but i this is this is what i'm saying there is a violation that you when you think about this stuff it stretches its tentacles start yeah. going out much further than you ever thought or it'd be farther yes. in that case well it's a hypothetical tentacle situation so is it further it's not the actual distance which is farther far further <laughs> and we'll say further but so, yeah, so it's like, oh, the kids' toys were in there. And indirectly, now the kids are affected by the fact that this car was stolen. Or- Ellie was sad about her car seat. She was like, but I like my car seat. And we had a nickname for the car because the car's name that we gave it was gr- our grocery getter. And so we called it Gigi. So we always said, like, we're going to take Gigi or getting Gigi, Gigi, you know. So now she's like, I miss Gigi. Where's Gigi? Who yeah. took Gigi? This is a, got- a good opportunity to introduce her to death. Gigi has died. Just no, Gigi, Gigi didn't die. She left us. <laughs> Someone <laughs> stole her. Well, she didn't leave you then. She was yeah. kidnapped is the way kidnapped. to put it. But so all these items that were in there that had significance to you or at least the kids liked and you're starting to see that the effects yeah. are greater than the car disappearing. And that's why I was questioning yesterday if you were feeling violated at all. And it does take a little bit of time. When, you know, I had my bag stolen and Christina had her bag stolen in Philadelphia. Yes. There weren't. There was no items of value. It was dirty clothes. And the things that bothered me the most weren't even the things. Well, one of the things that I lost was that George Saunders book that I had gotten from the Von Hessler Doctrine holiday show, which that had sentimental value. And I I lost it two months later. It's not like I had it for a long time and I could replace the book. But in my mind, it's like, oh, but that was the book from that. And that bothered me. And then Christina had bought some gifts for her grandmother and she was excited about giving her grandma those and then she'd found a shirt that she liked or a sweater and she was excited about that she bought it and so it's not the items it's the feelings behind the items that it's like i saw the excitement she was ready to give this and then it was gone and it's like someone yeah. just and that's that's the part that always would make me sad thinking about it and that's where i pushed you i guess <laughs> yesterday <laughs> and then you texted me and you said i cried are you happy <laughs> No, that's not. <laughs> I know. Was, I mean, I didn't realize that I hadn't processed it. It just felt like I got we got to get all this stuff done. And uh, there was no room to be upset. And then once I had, once the kids were in bed and we were sort of decompressing, and then you pushed me to sort of, make room make the space to feel what had happened get curious about your feelings on them or lack thereof <laughs> yeah and i realized and then it it wasn't like i was trying to cry i just started thinking about all those things it was like oh man all that stuff and then i am pretty bummed i had those monkey heads this is the big one to me this yeah. even bothers me uh, so i had since the when i was you know, first driving 16, I was real into monkeys for some reason. It was my thing. <laughs> it's just, I don't know why I was into monkeys. Which, and which these, it's amazing what they can do with monkeys because monkeys as creatures, chimpanzees, especially because these were pretty much, were they monkey heads? No, they were monkey heads. Okay. They weren't like chimpanzees. <laughs> That's no, I remember them now, they, but they're monkeys in general are gross creatures. Sure. Swinging around, throwing their poop and, and uh, we can make them look very cute. Yeah. Just uh, you know, a little. Yeah, they were not cartoonish. like realistic monkey heads. No, they were just stuffed mon- stuffed animal monkey heads. Yes, and I've had them since I'm 16, and they've always been in every car that I've ever driven. And um, recently, with the kids, like they wanted to play with them, and then Pete was so there were there were two heads on a string that you put over your rearview mirror. Just think of and fuzzy dice that you would hang exactly. The but Replace the fuzzy dice with a fuzzy head of monkey. So. <laughs> Pete was like pulling the string out of the tops of their head because he was just strong and <laughs> being horrible and pulling them out. So I was trying to always 
fix them and I had super glued them and they weren't really working and they were off of my car for a while and I had maybe three months ago had just like done some surgery. I cut out the top part of the glue that I had made on the top and I sewed the, I sewed it all back together. So both of them had these like indention, indented heads, but I thought, well, it's all right. These are my monkeys. They'll be with me forever. <laughs> so they have my monkey heads. You fixed them up. You put in some work and I put them in the, in the washing machine. They've been dirty. I've taken care of them. They're my monkey heads. They've been there through a lot and through a lot. It doesn't change anything, meaning all those memories right. are still there. Those aren't taken away. It almost felt like a streak, you know, like a a, a winning streak or just like I, I'm going to do something every single day and I've done it for 100 days and I've got to keep going because now it's on a streak. That's how it felt. Like I've had my fuzzy dice for how, how old am I? 37. You got them when you were 16, you said? 16. So, yeah, you've had 26, them for 20, 21 years. years. Longer than, you know, you doubled your life more so than doubling your life since you got those monkey heads. Yeah. And it's, I was, you know, I was thinking the other day, I was walking home. It was late. I was didn't feel like I was in any danger. But I thought, what if I was mugged at some point? What would I do? Mm-hmm. Um I would give up my wallet. I assume they would just want the wallet. Nobody wants to go through things. In the they sense, want your phone, too. Which I don't get why anyone wants the phone. It's locked. I'm not going to unlock it for you. I guess if you're going to threaten to shoot me, then I would. Also, you can track them. with. Fi- I'm not going to go find my iPhone. And the police probably don't care enough to go find it either. But it yeah. is. your Google Maps, for example, I have that option on where it's tracking my oh, move. Yeah. Because I like. I, it's just cool to me to go back and look. Three months ago, pick up random day. It's like, oh, here's where I went on that day. And you see everywhere mm-hmm. you went. That's constantly tracking and is accessible via browser. So my phone. So you'd be able move. to find it that way. Yeah, I'd still know why people. If you know anything about it, I'm sure they turn off all location. But what do they do with whatever. it? Do they part the phone at that point, too, I guess. You're not, I guess you could sell it on eBay. It's not functional. If you can't get into it and you can't unlock it. Can't you take out the SIM card and, re- and like no. a hard restart of the whole no. thing? No, no. The, if you. No, you can't hard restart it unless you sign out of it and you need the password to do that. That's one of these safety Mm. precautions or deterrence to try to get people to not steal other people's phones. (laughs) Right. So you could you can't hard restart it or erase everything unless you can actually log out of it. So even if you could crack in and get past the passcode or the thumbprint or whatever, you Mm -hmm. still it's pointless. Point with the wallet, though, that I was making. It's like so. There are things in there that are annoying, which I feel like you're going through with the car. Like if I lost my license, "Ah," because you just wanted to take my wallet. Credit cards are protected, and you can shut those down immediately. That's just another step. If there's cash in there, that stinks to lose. But there's that picture that I have of that woman that I don't know. I have no clue who she is. I bought a wallet in 2002, and I assume that she or somebody else, it's not a it's not a stock photo that would come in a wallet or a picture frame. It's a passport photo that somebody put in there. Maybe it wasn't her, but somebody put it in there. And I like to think with the idea, I'm going to put my picture in here. Someone's going to buy this wallet. They'll be carrying me around. We don't know who, no one knows each other. And yeah, there's some romantic aspect to it. <laughs> and so since 2002, I've been carrying around a picture of this person. Mm-hmm. I have no idea who she is. And if I lost my wallet, like through everything. Think of everything since 2002. Yeah. You've, you've been around. That picture's been with me. And obviously a lot of things you haven't been around for, but just the things we've done since 2002. Every sure. time you've seen me, that picture has been with me. That's interesting. And if I lost that picture, like I, I feel like if I were being mugged, I said, wait, wait, no, please. Can I just <laughs> can I Yeah, grab, can I just grab that picture out? Can I just take my ID also? But <laughs> right. take the rest. What are you going to do with that? Get my library card. Can I have that? You're not going to use that either. <laughs> That's how you get shot because you start trying to have a discussion about what you get to. But yeah, I would, I would feel, I I don't even know how to articulate. There'd be an an emptiness, a loss. Right. That's the thing you would mourn losing. Yeah. It's like the monkey heads. But in reality, all those things still happened without that picture. It then just becomes like you said, a streak of some sort. It's like, but it's always been there. Right. And now that's over. Yeah. That my my monkey time is has officially ended. 
My interest in monkeys ended long ago. <laughs> so maybe this is, you know, maybe this is healthy in the long run. Yeah. I'll instead, I'll switch to like hula dancer on my <laughs> dashboard. Is that what you're into now? You're into <laughs> drawing Pokemon characters. Well, that was just Ellie wanted me to draw a Pikachu. <laughs> and she, then it started. I was like, she, all right, she, let's she, see what other things. Then she Char- got, Charmander. She got bored pretty quickly. And you kept I mean, drawing. Charizard, not Charmander. I, like, Shoot, I don't know what he is. I like that idea. Ellie wants to, let's draw Pikachu. And then three minutes in, she's bored and leaves. But you continue for the next hour and a half. That's kind of what happened. So she really likes for me to draw things with a pencil. And then she does the outline. And then she colors it. So it's kind of like a improv coloring book. <laughs> <laughs> so then I Google things to draw. And I just look at, I, I usually like put in cute. So I'll put like cute dragon drawing. <laughs> and then I just sort of copy it. Cute dragon drawing. Yep. All right. Well, what have you learned? So now, hold on. For, so now, this is the process that's going on. We have a rental car. We have that until August 19th. If we don't keep it that long, then we can return the rental and we'll, we won't have to, we'll get reimbursed because we had to pay like $500 this morning just to have it for that long. I'm called, I have to talk to insurance on Monday because the department that I needed to speak to yesterday had already closed. So I guess like the processing of the claim is going to continue on Monday. They're going to give me uh, whatever they think the value is of the car. And then I'm going to have to argue with them about what the car might actually be worth so that I can get more money. And then I guess they'll send us the money and we'll have to pay off the rest of our loan. And then we can go and start. We can get a different car. Or maybe the car will just be magically returned. Maybe at 3.30 tonight. They'll say They'll bring we back. don't. We've taken every. We've taken the car seats out. We left you your Legos and these monkey heads. And here you can have the car. <laughs> we didn't the, know what to do with it. What if the car came back with everything but the monkey heads? <laughs> well, I guess I'd have to count my blessings then. <laughs> they return it with a note. This car is a piece of shit. Sorry, we even took it in the first place. Maybe this I would of- feel. I would a little disappointed honestly if it came back now i would i want those things back i want the the items in the car but the rest i, I kind of i want a van i just want a <laughs> different car I, we got the kia sorrento because i wasn't ready to be a family of that that gets in a van but you've, because you've the, graduated hear, you to hear, the van. there's a funny joke where it's uh the worst part of owning a van is walking to the van because that's the embarrassing part. Otherwise, it's supposed to be great. It's huge. There's lots of room. We used to rent vans for video shoots. I'm talking about minivans. Sometimes uh-huh. uh, if, if it was uh, just a little bit of equipment, we would travel to another city. Yeah, they're fine. Yeah. But it's embarrassing to go up to your van. Man, you're going to be a van person. That's fine. Is, I got kids. What am I going to do? I can't believe this is happening. Wouldn't it be something, though? So they return the car. Mm-hmm. And then there's a note of apology, and they filled the gas tank up. Oh, wow. And a nice explanation of why they even took it in the first place. I would want to pay it forward somehow. <laughs> Steal someone else's car. <laughs> and then the, the And police, give them the feeling well, of, the wow, it came over. back. I, no, I just steal people's cars to put gas in it, and then I return them. And that really is your thing. Yeah, I'm the gas fairy. But you still go to jail for it. <laughs> that's, that's what I was doing. Look. Yes. So I hope you learned lessons from this, though. I did. My lesson is don't leave your keys in the car. <laughs> there you go. Because you trust society. I know. There. Exactly. Don't trust society. The, door, the, the door's locked. We've locked the car. The, the house is locked. We're I started, locking everything up. I started having fantasies because I care about you. And thinking about this happening to you, I started having violent fantasies about the people Who's, uh, of what I would do to the people who stole your car. And there was this idea that I booby-trapped your car. So the uh, the gas pedal, for example, had shards of glass glued to it and nails cemented to it. So when they uh-huh. pressed down, it would press through the soft rubber on their shoes and stab their feet, and there would be glue on the uh, steering wheel so they couldn't let go. <laughs> yeah. So wait, this is – but how would that – how would I not – Get hurt by that when I got in the car. Well, sure. Instead of me hunting these people down and inflicting pain, it was just set up. Oh, okay. It was already set up. There was barbed wire around the headrest. 
So they Ooh. put their so they put their head back and it stabbed it. And then this is like your Home Alone fantasy. When, when, then once the car started, so they're glued, they're barbed wired. You know, the the, the feet are stuck to the pedals because yeah. the nails going into the bottom of the foot. The heat turns on, and it's summer right now, and it was the hottest day Oof. yesterday. So the heat turns on, and it's blasting. It's hot as it can go, and the person can't get out of the car, and they're just stuck in there in this heat, and the heat's blowing out of the vents onto their face, and they're screaming, and I can't escape. We used to play this game called Heat Out when we, <laughs> when we would travel also. Sometimes in New York too, but I, we don't have a car here. So this was when I was doing production work, video production, uh, and actually going on shoots. So if it was summer and it was hot, roll up the windows and we would turn the heat on as high as it would go. Mm-hmm. And the first person to say they couldn't do it anymore lost. They were done. Yeah. So once we went to L.A. and it was it was wasn't it was eighty something. It was hot enough. Yeah. We, we in the traffic there. We went two and a half hours with the heat. It was August. It was you know blasting. how you win that game? You die. You fart. Oh, sure. And then you don't care so much, but everyone else dies. Well, I was going to say you die, but you never tapped out, so you don't technically lose the game. And by the time we got out of the car, my whole back was soaked. It was <laughs> the most uncomfortable thing. And so I thought that this person being stuck in the car. Yeah. Incapable of escaping. That'd be nice yeah. punishment. And then you would walk up, though, and you'd see them in there. Mm-hmm. And you'd just point. And you'd laugh and you'd say, I could turn the heat off. You can't because your hands are glued. You can't even grab your phone to call for help right now. I would hope that I have some like snarky, clever thing to say. Hot enough for you? <laughs> and then you throw, Can I give you a hand with that? And then you throw a match into the car. Hey, hand me that. Uh, hand me those keys in the center. Co- oh, you can't because your hands are glued? No, no I oh. think hot enough for you was good. When you th- and then you oh, throw, that was not good. No, I think hot enough was good. What, you think... Hey, hand me those keys in that center console. Oh, you can't because your hands. That's not really clever. <laughs> it's not. You're just describing the situation. Uh, are you glued to this situation? <laughs> oh, all right. Hot enough for you, it is. Yeah, I guess we could put glue on the seat. And then you could say glued to your seat. <laughs> the suspense, <laughs> suspense is killing you. Suspension yeah. is killing you, and then Ooh, the suspension and the car, the car collapses, and then Chunk. and then the car falls into a pit of lava. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> and then, then I could say hot enough for you. Yeah. Well, I was thinking when you said hot enough for you, that's the twist at the end. You throw a match at the car, and it turns out the interior was also doused in gasoline. Yeah. And don't do this again. I hope that you heat my <laughs> warning. <laughs> And then word gets out to the other car thieves mm-hmm. and uh, car thieves. And then they they wouldn't rob cars anymore in your neighborhood. Yep. I'm the uh, sweltering seductress. Sweetheart of. Oh, yeah. What's, what's the town you live in again? Crofton. Crofton. No, it doesn't mm. work. All right. I'm the uh, c- mm, combustion Combustion, what's a nice term for like a synonym to sweetheart that starts with a C? Cunt. <laughs> well, way to go. Way to Combustion, go. Combustion, cunt to Crofton. There you Don't go. steal All from right. her. With the triple C. That's what Hot enough for you. <laughs> that's the end. And you've single-handedly solved. Or you could have just gotten the club. You could have just had the club. Oh, man, who has the club? Or, there is someone down the street, I think, who clubs her car. And I bet that car hasn't been stolen. I don't think it has. Man, she was right. And you also could have gotten a car alarm, which those... Ridiculous. No, those don't matter. Yeah. No, does anyone ever heard a car alarm? What? I better go see what's going on. Sprint towards the car yeah. that may be in the Stop. process. Stop in the name of the law. Citizens arrest. Hey, are you stealing that? Bang, bang, bang. <laughs> Sorry, uh, Jim. Sorry. Dead. Yeah. I'll go tell uh, Barbara that you. I, I shot you. Oh, I have your, your lawnmower. I'll return that while I'm here. All right, Autumn. Well, I'm sorry that this happened to you. Thank you. Anybody who's listening who has a car dealership wants to hook me up. <laughs> Use this as an opportunity to try to get deals for things. <laughs> Feel pity for me. The sad thing happened. Speak in that voice that you... Uh... Boy, do I have a story to tell. No, not that voice. The voice that you would... when you My could... car was stolen right no. outside of my house. No, we're not mocking her. 
and my varicose legs. <laughs> That's the Vein Clinic of Atlanta. <laughs> you can you can continue. I on. love Mexican food. Did you just say Van Clinic of Atlanta? Van Clinic of America. Give me a new van. They gave me a new van. No, I wanted you to talk in that voice that you use when you have to ask someone for something you want or need, but you'd feel uncomfortable doing uh, it. When I was 20 years old? Yeah, so you're asking. Could, ask- could I please have a sponsorship for the van because I stole it? There, there it is. You're in. And you can do the endorsements in that voice also. The first symptom of having your car stolen is when it's stolen. <laughs> Thank you for listening to One Topic. Uh, we like you so much. We think you're wonderful. Please subscribe and do go to all the places online. If you search for us at One Topic, you'll find it. And please go to hoffandpepper.com because we can give you 15% off if you use a code One Topic 15. <laughs> Thank you. Please, can you please do it? <laughs> And a public service announcement. Don't leave your keys in your car. I've learned my lesson. Don't leave your keys in the car.